All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. This is the Daily Draft Report. It's your source of daily draft information for the 2023 NFL Draft. Today, we got a polarizing prospect, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida. He is a redshirt sophomore, uh, six foot three, 240 pounds, and I'm super excited to bring on my guest, Jack Brentnell, the founder of the Jet Sweep and a contributor with the first pick. Jack, how are you doing today, man? I'm really good. Thank you, mate. Really good. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Right. I know I said good morning. Jack's from across the pond, so it's the evening there. You know, so I like to think when I talk to people from the UK, I like to think that you guys are in the future and you know what has happened in the last five hours <laughs> that I don't know. That's just me, though. <laughs> <laughs> like time travelers. I, I don't know. That's silly, but that's what I always think. Like, what's happening in the next five hours? I want to bet on some sports. I was going to say, uh, that's, that's why I always win loads of money, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could bet on DraftKings USA and it's already truly <laughs> happened. I like that. <laughs> That's me. I'm silly. All right, Anthony, real quick, or not Anthony, Jack. I was looking at Anthony and saying, Jack. okay, Jack, we're going to go through a quick background on Anthony Richardson. He was a four-star prospect from Gainesville, Florida, where he ended up going to Florida, staying home, real close to home. Um, he was a 2009 class of 2020. Uh, his first season, didn't get on the field much. Second season, he played a little bit more. But his third season last year was his first season, full season as a starter. He completed 54% of passes for 2,500 yards, 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions, but ran for 654 yards and another nine touchdowns. So, yep, definitely came on last year, but did not have quite the season. Some of us probably was hoping. And I don't know. We'll talk about it a little bit more. I was a little surprised that he entered the draft. Did you think you were surprised? Do you think he should have stayed another year? I was really surprised. Um, yeah, especially especially with like the money you can now make at college. Like, there's not the mm-hmm. financial incentive as much as there maybe used to be to to declare. So, I yeah, I, I was I thought he's like nailed on to to de- to to return. Yeah, I thought he was too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Jack, let's get into a skill set. What skills does Anthony have? Do you think will make him successful in the NFL? I mean, the two that pop off the tape as soon as you watch him, um, his arm strength. I'd say that would be. Top tier by NFL standards. Um, I don't know if it's quite like, you know, you're Josh Allens, maybe you're Justin Herberts, but maybe like you I think it's comparable to guys like Mahomes, whether he can throw in the same, with the same accuracy we'll come on to. But I think the arm is, the arm is excellent, great velocity um, and, and mobility is the other one. As you've already said, like, you know, 600 odd rushing yards, nine touchdowns. He's 232 pounds. Is he 240 pounds? But he runs like, I mean, he could be 30 pounds lighter. You know, when he hits the open field, he had a run against LSU, which I can't remember how long it was, but it was like he hit the open field and he's out running DBs. Um, You don't get guys that move like that, that are that size. And I think it just gives him that, you know, we've seen rushing quarterbacks come in, have success early. It gives you that high floor. And I think Richardson's got that. So there's, 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 I think, a lot to like about his game. Right. That arm is the, the thing that really pops off tape is it's absolutely effortlessly the way he throws. And that's, that's how he, that's one of the only ways he compares to Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, is he just kind of, he's got this quick throwing motion and the ball just jumps. I mean, yeah. and there's times where it looks like it's, it could go like on a shot 10 yards downfield, or it could be 60 yards downfield and like nothing. Like it's so effortlessly the way he does it. And it, what it does is it extends the play to where defenses have to be. You have to be conscious of the fact that, yeah, he can throw it 70 yards if yeah. he wanted to. I mean, from the 20, he could just about put it in the other end zone. That, that's crazy. But it's not just the – go ahead. 
I was going to say, he's, he doesn't need to set his feet either. That's the thing. No. Like, there was uh-huh. a throw, I'm sure it was, um, I think it was in the Tennessee game, where like the pocket was collapsing. He was like maneuvering around, pressure in his face, can't step into the throw, just launches it. And they're like, you, you couldn't have delivered a more perfect ball if you'd set your feet. You know, that, that just makes it that much harder for the defense that they can make his life difficult. They can, they can crowd the pocket and he can still hit it 40, 50, 60 yards. Yeah. And, but it's not just that he has pretty good touch and he understands he's not just a guy that chucks the ball hard there. He throws there are times when he knows how to lay it in there softly, you know, and he's, he's, you see the nuances of a more advanced passer than just a guy who can grip it and rip it, which is how Lamar was when he came out of high college. He just, you know, we knew that was there and we wanted to see a little bit more. Richardson already does that. He already throws, you know, he understands anticipation. He understands, you know, I've got to throw it this way in order for it to go over the defensive back and in front of the safety, you know. So he definitely understands a little bit of that. I just you know, wish he was a little more accurate with it. and It was a little more consistent, yeah. but. I think I think the yeah the obviously I mentioned the traits as the as the main selling point and the things that translate well but I do think you've touched on a really good point there which is he is more advanced as a passer than mm-hmm. people think not necessarily with talking accuracy but right. as a as a processor reading defense throwing with anticipation processing kind of post snap coverage rotations those kind of things he's not perfect don't get me wrong and he, he's not like at that kind of Bryce Young CJ Stroud level sometimes right, right, right. doing that. But but you see the things that you can go, oh, okay, I can build on that, which does separate him for me from guys like Will Levis or people like Trey Lance who came out previously where it's it's not that they're making bad decisions necessarily. Sometimes Will Levis does, but it's that he... <laughs> yeah. More than sometimes. Um, but the thing with Richardson is you're watching it and you're going, okay, he's he's showing me he can do it. And that's half the battle with a quarterback is can can he... Can he adjust? Because when you're in the NFL, you're not going to be playing a kind of vanilla spot-dropping scheme. You're going to be playing funky defenses that will rotate, that they'll send late blitzes, you know, simulated pressures, those kind of things. And Richardson flashes the ability to deal with that. And that's really exciting for a guy who's in his first year as a starter. Right. And then, like you said, as a runner, he has that size of like Josh Allen where he can take the hits. You know, and there are ways that I've seen people comp him to Cam Newton because he will run violently like Cam runs, but he is so much more agile. And I think he's going to do really well at the combine. You know, you'll see the agility and you'll see if he does the drills. I mean, a lot of a lot of quarterbacks don't do it anymore. So he's not the type of runner like Kyler or the type of runner like Lamar as where he can take a little bit more of the beating. And like we've seen Josh Allen hold up really well to that beating, that type of hit. And that's what Richardson will give you. You know, he can take the so he won't be as nicked up and as beat up as some of the other guys that run or, you know, his career's not going to get cut short like RG3s did because he can handle the running. We've handed a little bit at it. Um, what are the things you see that could hold him back? It's accuracy. It's like the one Achilles heel to his game. Uh, but my God, is it a massive heel? Um, he, he, what makes it more frustrating than anything is that you see him, like we've said already, throw beautiful balls with touch anticipation everything and then his running back will run a swing route and he'll just sky it into yeah. the sand and it's like yeah. how 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 can you not and that will drive nfl offensive coordinators crazy i think it's fixable 
you, you look at the root of it. And again, I think the important thing is like going, right, okay, where does the accuracy or inaccuracy come from? And his, again, comparing him to Levis, I I think Levis's mechanics are pretty solid, but he's just wild with his accuracy. Richardson's mechanics are really terrible. Um, really bad. Yeah, They're really bad. Like his footwork is, and, and again, he shows it. You will see plays. There's a couple of plays in the Utah game I remember watching where beautiful throws from a nice wide base in time, in rhythm, lovely. And then you'll have other ones where he just kind of wasted motion, shuffles his feet. He'll he'll have the room to step up and then he'll just kind of scurry about and then just launch it. And I think he can sometimes get away with it because of, like we've said, what a talented arm he's got. But when it looks bad, it looks really bad. It's fixable. It's 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 a fixable issue. So I, I'm not saying he's going to be like a below 60% passer forever. You know, I wouldn't want him starting in the NFL tomorrow because right, I right. don't think you could rely on him to carry it. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's something that, you know, he's going to have to, obviously the processing will have to slow down. Someone's just going to have to work with him on slowing down, taking your time, you know, not rushing the passes because he's got that arm where they can make any throw. Um, I actually thought it was funny. I thought I saw today that he was working out with Malik Willis, and I'm like, huh? Why? No. <laughs> no. Why? Why him of all people? I have the same issues with Malik Willis. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's it's gonna he's gonna have to go to a place that you know where he has time to relax and he has time to sit behind somebody. And we'll go and I'll go ahead and dive into that. The mock draft database has him going. Pretty much everybody thinks he's a first-round guy, um, going anywhere from nine to the Panthers, to sixteen at Washington, twenty for Seattle, twenty twenty-two for Baltimore, odd odd one there, Minnesota, which would be I think a pretty good landing spot too if he falls to twenty-four. So, any of those places stand out as teams you'd like to see him on? Or I mean, purely brother. from like yeah. a a draft perspective, I think Minnesota makes a good fit. I'm a mm-hmm. Packers fan, so I don't want him in Minnesota. <laughs> um, I, in terms of fits, I think the NFC North has a couple of teams. I think Detroit makes sense. Um, yep. I think w- what you want with Richardson is some good surrounding talent and a place where you're not going to have to throw him in week one to to succeed. There's not the immediate pressure to succeed. So somewhere like Detroit, where you've got Goff, you can sit in behind Goff. He can learn. He can take some time to develop. And then you know, from 2024, who knows. There's a part of me, and I think Packers fans will kill me for saying this, there's part of me that would, depending on how things go this summer in Green Bay, would like him in Green Bay because I think there is the chance that he could sit, whether it's Roger starting or whether it's Love, he could sit and I think develop. But yeah, I I just, I wouldn't want him going, you know, top 10 and anybody going, right, put him on a bad team and expect him to start because it's, it's going to end badly and we'll be here at the end of the season going, why did anybody like Richardson? <laughs> I think that's why I don't like him at Carolina. Actually, in a mock that we did for C to C, I did I took him in Seattle, and I kind of like that spot. You know, he can sit behind Gino, and you know who knows what happens. Give him, he might even be able to sit for a couple years. You know, yeah, that's a great spot. Um, where do you have him on your rookie rankings? Like, is what where does he stand for quarterbacks? He QB three or yeah, he's QB three for me. Um, I think he's closer to the top two than he is the next tier of guys. Um, I think some people maybe see it as Young and Young and Stroud and then Richardson and Levis is a kind of tier, but I think it's kind of Young and Stroud, Richardson marginally behind. 
Um, so, I mean, I'd be comfortable with a 10 to 15. I mean, I, yeah, maybe like seven, eight, depends on what your team is, but 10 to 15 pick, I'd be comfortable taking him in that range. Right, right. Player comp. I, I, we talked about this before the show. I, I really like it. What's your player comp for him? Yeah, it's Terrell Pryor. I think uh, I said to you this, uh, said this to you before the show. Comps for me are all about stylistic comparisons. It's not to say he's going to become Terrell Pryor and convert to wide receiver. It's more just the you know that combination of size, arm strength, and quickness. Like he's he's not a a lot of big runners that we've talked about, like Cam. Josh Allen to a degree, I think they're good runners, but they're not like super shifty, super speedy, fast, outrun yeah. everyone. Like Richardson is legitimately quick. He he will outrun you in the open field. So I think Pryor makes a good kind of stylistic comp. Right. I like it. I like it. It's a little bit outside of the box, but that's what I kind of like. It's a really good player comp and it makes you think how good he was at Ohio State. So Jack, thank you very much. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you're working on these days? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore Brentnell. Um, you can find the Jet Sweep at the Jet Sweep NFL on Twitter. Uh, if you follow me, I'll be doing loads of kind of prospect breakdowns before the draft, uh, film threads, that kind of thing. And the website will have scouting reports and, and film breakdowns as well. So if you like the draft, make sure you follow him. Yes, definitely follow those. Those are one of my favorite things that we see this time of year. You know, the draft threads, The I think they're amazing. A good way to get a lot of information really quickly. You know, if you don't have time to sit and watch videos or listen to crazy long podcasts or anything. So, all right, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. Um, I work over at campustocanton.com. Make sure if you're not a subscriber, check us out. We have different levels, anywhere from $2.99 to $7.99 a month, and all sorts of draft guides, everything. You know, we have some of the best analytics you can find in college football and NFL. So, make sure you check out campustocanton.com. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you. 